Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high-quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Welcome to the show tonight. Exciting news because we have the paperwork. Do you remember... Your first ever resume when you're in high school, you're trying to get a job at McDonald's. Yeah. Well, Dom's resume wasn't good enough to get him a job at McDonald's. He applied seven times. Eleven times at Eleven seven stores. Times at seven stores. Yeah. Never got a job. No. Never even got a callback. Never got an interview. And I was trying to figure out last night, because there was a news story about how 5% of Australians have worked at Macca's. I was trying to figure out why they didn't hire me, and you said you think it might have been a resume problem. We, I've got my hands on Dom's. Yeah, high school resume right now. I can guarantee to you, mm. I have found the problem. And tonight <laughs> on, on the show, we will reveal it. Wait, so you, you look at that, and within a quick glance, you know why I didn't get the job at Mac? It's infested with them. <laughs> well, infested. I'm like word. a bug man coming to a house, and I say, <laughs> "You've got a real problem here." Yeah. I hit the walls, and all these cockroaches fall out. <laughs> That's me looking through your resume. Like you would say, it's notably worse than most people's first resumes. Yeah, and not only that, I can see it from a distance of two feet. Really? Yeah. The, the first problem can be seen from a distance. <laughs> so okay. it might not even make it okay. to, to the manager's desk well, at look, McDonald's. It ma- might have just been they saw it in the in-tray and just <laughs> threw it straight out. This could be some good, some handy advice then for people maybe who are looking to job swap in the near future as well. Because you, you might get some your, resume thoughts. If you thought your first resume was bad, stay tuned because yep. before midnight tonight, we're going to read out Dom's. And it's a stinker. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Massive Married at First Sight scandal going on at the moment. There are allegations that this year's contestants are paid actors, which I feel like comes out every season around this time. Someone finds, I don't know how one of the contestants formally did an ad for something or, you know, was in the background of Neighbours. This year, uh, apparently Sam and Melissa, two of the contestants, were in small roles on Home and Away Mm. a few years ago. Uh, one of the intruders, Billy, previously starred in a TV ad for McDonald's, which is one of my dreams. Um, and his wife, Susie, was in an ad for the company Peptides Direct. What I don't understand about this is, of course, these people have been on TV because who has the time yeah. to sign up to a reality TV show? It's <laughs> going to be out-of-work actors. <laughs> well, like, that's Dude, a good like, point, well, If you're working in, a, in an office job and you've got a good job and you're trying to go for, you know, mm. the next rung up the ladder, True. you can't just stop everything for half a year to go on Married at well, First Sight. See, I actually think it's one step further than that. I reckon, of course, they've been on TV because everyone's been on TV. Or okay. at least I reckon, uh, like if I was doing a percentage, mm. 70% of Australians, I reckon have been on TV in some capacity. Why would you do a percentage based on yeah. no evidence? <laughs> well, I mean... <laughs> Where are you getting 70% from? Gut feel. Yeah. That's how most mathematicians work, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Just go from the gut. Uh, but no, seriously, I mean, you think about all the different TV roles out there, and I want to open this up to prove my point. 131060, have you been on TV in any capacity? So I'm talking... Well, wait, wait, hang on, but how yeah. is this proving the 70%? Well, because if a lot of people call up right now, that means everyone's been on TV. 70% of the population. Well, I maybe I can't prove the... I'll do a survey for you. I'll do an exact study. But if people out there have been on TV, then that proves this report's garbage, right? Because I'm talking about... Think about all the game shows that exist. Think about the people who get in the background in news shots, or maybe do a quick... Vox Pop on a news shop. Uh, oh, like the people in the background of a news update. Where yeah. Like, oh! <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Holding up a sign maybe behind Sunrise saying, I love you, mum. Yeah, you did behind that. Behind Koshy said, I did that. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe you're an extra on one of the many Australian drama shows out there. There's so many Australian TV shows. I don't think it's a scandal that these people have been on them. Hmm. Uh, my example, you know that back in 2015, I did go on Family Feud. How did that go? 
Well, I ended up being the source of the promo they ran for the show that night. What's the most embarrassing thing you can do on Family Feud? Uh Uh-oh. This guy is about to find out the top answer. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Tomorrow on 10. That was See? Dom singing Jingle Bells, if you couldn't tell by the voice, and Grant Denyer yeah. booing you and telling you to get off the oh, stage. Oh, not just Grant Denyer, the whole audience did boo me. Mm. Um, but this is what I mean, right? If I were to go and married at first sight now, would they pull that footage up and say, he's clearly a paid actor? He's been well, on no, TV because, before. But they don't pay actors well, okay. to go on Family Feud. <laughs> I did win. We won like uh, $1,100, thank you, for on our two nights Cha-ching. on the show. Split that four ways in the family. Went out to a nice dinner. Okay. It's beautiful, actually. I was the reason it wasn't ten thousand, but let's not look. We that's not what the point of this do, conversation. Does your family is. ever bring that up? Oh yeah, Every, and I can just see it in their eyes sometimes. They're not, <laughs> they're not happy. But that does, look, that doesn't matter. Thirteen ten sixty. I want to prove the fact that I don't think being having been on TV makes you rare. I reckon a hell of a lot of people have. So have you been on TV in any capacity before? We got Sam in Melbourne. Uh, what's your TV experience, Sam? Uh, yeah, so I was just working part-time at a, at a uh, chemist warehouse and my manager called me up one day and she was like, hey man, so they're filming this ad for chemist warehouse at this store and there's a whole bunch of extras that have called in, like they can't do it, they've cancelled last minute, can you jump in the back of the, the, the ad? So I went there and we filmed for like eight hours, but yeah, wow. I did it. And so yeah. Sam, did you get paid as an extra or just your normal <laughs> chemist warehouse rate? I actually didn't get paid at all. Um, wow. They gave me like a bunch of stock, like some like makeup and stuff from the store. So it was all right, but um, it was a bit of fun. Yeah. So what did you have to do, Sam? Did you have to hold up products and grin? What, what were you doing um, in the ad? So, so it was meant to be like a mayhem sale thing. And they had, they sort of had um, us all sort of running towards the makeup counter from a distance. Yeah, okay. So I was just kind of like sprinting towards uh, like a makeup rack, like a maniac with like a disgusting look on my face. But yeah. Oh, that sounds even... Yeah. Pretty difficult. That's some a high sort of level. It's not just walking in the background looking like you're shopping. That takes no. some acting. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, they'll get that footage of Sam if goes and married at first sight, guaranteed. Uh, Peter is in Canberra. What's your TV experience, Peter? Uh, I was on as an extra on Neighbours. Oh, pretty wow. Good. That's pretty good. How, pretty how, good. how many, yeah. how, how much of Neighbours did you get into? Uh, it was over a two year span. I was an extra in 10 different scenes. Okay. Over two years. Yeah, I was studying at NIDA down in Melbourne, so I um, just had some contacts and they sort of would call me up when they needed extras. Okay. Wow, interesting. And so what, what did yeah. you have to do on the show, Peter? What were some of your roles as the extra? Uh, so my main roles were just sitting there drinking coffee at Harold's Cafe um, <laughs> and at the Waterhole having drinks. And once yeah. I was a substitute teacher in the classroom. Oh, that's, oh, that's a big call. Do you, uh, yeah. And were these, in your mind, Peter, all the same character? <laughs> The substitute uh, teacher, you know, gets coffee, has beers after work, or would you reinvent it every time? Uh, in my mind, I felt like the same person, but yeah. no one would remember me. Oh, well, I don't that's know about good. that. That's well, good. We should write you an article on, like, yeah. Neighbours Wikipedia or something like that. <laughs> that's not bad. Like, you know, all the complex characters in the background that you never hear about. Yeah, yeah, just the, the myriad of storylines that I don't follow. What, when was this, Peter? How long ago? Uh, 2017, 2018. Okay. Oh, pretty recent then. Mm-hmm. That's not, that's, maybe some of Peter's episodes might still be airing. You probably still catch them on 10 play. Mm-hmm. Uh, Diane's on the Central Coast. This is great. Uh, what, what's your TV experience, Diane? Um, I was on Perfect Match. <laughs> oh, the original Bachelor. <laughs> yeah. Wow. This was like, what, like a dating show, what, 15 years ago, maybe 20 years ago? Yeah, actually longer. Longer. 30, 30 years ago. 30 wow. years ago. And how did you go? Yeah. Did you find a match? 
Well, I was actually choosing, so yeah. that's why I agreed to go on. Fair mm. enough. Um, and my friends were in the audience telling me which one to choose. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy that I chose was not not very nice. Okay. No, a bit of a dad, unfortunately. Did you, you go on many dates after the show? Or was it like uh, the moment you leave the studio, this one's not going anywhere? <laughs> well, you've got to go away with them for the weekend. <laughs> I forgot that that's how that yeah, show Dom works. Doesn't, yes. Dom doesn't know no, I just oh, no, I do remember watching it as a kid. Now that's right. They send you away to some yeah. romantic destination, which always it basically is what married at first sight is now, isn't it? Yeah. They send you on the honeymoons or someone you might well, get on. I with. was thinking perfect match isn't around anymore because of Tinder. <laughs> because true. the big thing was like, oh, you get to pick out of a couple of people, <laughs> and now millennials on Tinder are going yeah. through like eighty matches a night or whatever, flicking through. Yeah, it's true. like, oh, I don't want to see someone pick out of three. <laughs> right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. If you feel bad about your first ever resume, you're about to feel a lot better because we've got our hands on Dom's resume from high school. Last night, he was wondering why he never got a job at McDonald's, even though applying eleven times. Well, th- there was a news story yesterday that five percent of Australians work for Maccas, and I can't figure out why they never gave me even an interview. I thought it had something to do with his resume. I think I could be right, Dom. I'm looking at your resume from high school. Would you I like this me to go through yep. some of the issues I see with it? I, look, I, I know making your first resume, and I did make this in careers class in grade nine. Hmm. Um, I reckon it's okay enough, isn't it? Look, right, what you, well, what's first your word is clip art. At the yeah. top, there's yeah. a whole lot of photos that don't make any sense. <laughs> what do you mean? There's a photo of an office phone. <laughs> yeah. A mouse for a computer, yeah. Um, sticky tape, <laughs> and then you've yeah. made your own logo for your name. <laughs> yes. DF Dom was, Faye. Well, because one of the key tips they gave us in the class was make your resume attention grabbing. And but I those wanted... are like the most boring things that are in an office. <laughs> and secondly, you weren't going for an office job; you yeah. were going for a job at McDonald's. Oh, sure, but I was trying to convey professionalism. Okay. Uh, the next thing <laughs> yep. in work experience, yeah, <laughs> you put down that you worked for a month delivering newspapers. Yeah, I was a delivery boy for a month. For a month. Yeah. This is my favorite line. Yeah. <laughs> I achieved everything I wanted to in this job, so I moved on quickly. <laughs> you worked there a month. <laughs> It's like it's like yeah. uh, you know someone yeah. talking about a film and they moved on because it was no longer interesting to them. You know, I used to do those Marvel movies, but I, I decided to work on something a little loftier. The context behind that was they told us we should put down all work experience we had, but that apparently employees would always ask, as they do now in the workplace, why you left the jobs you've had in the past. And so I. I think I heard that as a line that some people were giving in their jobs. So you I said, I achieved doing. everything I wanted to do in this job, so yeah. I moved on quickly. What did you want to achieve? <laughs> Delivering papers, I guess. So you just did it once. I did it. And you're like, I've achieved everything here. Well, it was a weekly uh, thing. And I I've did already it. climbed this ladder. <laughs> I can't go any higher. I think I did five or six weeks of, of delivery. Didn't pay very well either. Uh, in the about me section, you put yep. all the stuff you like doing at school. Your marks, yep. uh, the sporting teams you're in, the debating club. Yep. But my favorite one is often I spend lunchtimes in the library doing more learning. <laughs> Do you reckon that works for or against you? <laughs> what the, I think that shows a dedicated doing attitude. more learning. <laughs> yeah. What's wrong but with they that? People who know how to relax, who know how to take a break, who know how to interact with other people. Oh, but I wanted to show them I'm a workhorse. Yeah. You know, they get me, they're going to get someone dedicated to the, the team. Well, there's also a skills section. Yeah, well, this I'm was... Not gonna dr- I'm not going to... I'm just going to read this word for word. Because <laughs> you've yeah. listed a lot of skills. Well, they, they, uh, this was... Uh, my aim with this, because at you know, grade nine, I didn't have any demonstrable skills. So I thought I'll go quantity over quality. But there are also... Some of them are questionable whether you would call them skills or not. Okay. Conversation. <laughs> <Yeah>. Intelligence. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, is intelligence a skill? I don't know. Laughter. 
Is laughter a skill? <laughs> the ability to laugh. <laughs> I think that's pretty universal. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Sense of humor. Cooking. Yeah, you don't have that. Well, that's because I was going for the job at Mac. <laughs> I put that in specifically. Uh, handling money. Mm. What does that mean? <laughs> I had a piggy bank. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Running. <laughs> that was, this is a while ago, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Understanding what customers want. <laughs> what, they're going to put you in the marketing department. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'd like to do the ads for McDonald's, please. <laughs> People skills, punctuality, yeah. good dress sense. You've got to wear a uniform. <laughs> also, yeah. did you have a good dress well, sense? Well, I mean, that was... I've seen your money fedora that you used to have <laughs> around that time. Yeah, the fedora with cash all over it. Yeah, that was the fedora stage, actually. Professional, not according to this resume. <laughs> and the last one, yeah. interesting. <laughs> Is that a skill? Also, couldn't McDonald's care less whether you were interesting or not? Okay, look, are you saying that if you're a McDonald's manager and that resume comes across your desk, you wouldn't at least give them an interview? They wouldn't have got down to that point. Where would they have stopped? The clip art up the top. (laughs) That's why you didn't get an interview. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. It's time for... What did Zach splash? Our bosses are officially asleep, which means we can't get in trouble. Naturally, that means I'm on the balcony about to throw something from the office off into the car park below. You can win What Did Zach Splat on 131060 if just by the sound of this office item hitting the car park, if you can figure out what it is, Mm. you win. Well, here's some we've had in the past. This was last week. That was CDs. A bunch of CDs at once. We've also had... That was a mug. And that was an office chair. That's right, an office chair thrown from the balcony. What will <laughs> Zach splat this week, Dom? Last yep. week it was a little too easy with gym balls. So yeah, we've a lot made of it. That. We've made it a little more difficult, but I have it in my hot little hands. Okay, are we ready to do the splat? Let's get ready to splat. Three, two, one. Geronimo! <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. I think that's flat more than we intended it to. Well, it's had 13, 10, 60. Yeah. What do you think I just threw off the balcony? I'm quite intrigued. That had a kind of a hollow sound to it. There's a reverberation when it hit the ground. What type of uh, uh, what type of material do you think it was made out of? I'm thinking something like a plastic. It could oh. have been a, a bit plastic, correct? It is broken, unfortunately. <laughs> I'll on. give it another throw. You ready? Yeah, let's have another throw. Geronimo! Come on. Oh, definitely broken. Whoops. (laughs) Okay. I was thinking plastic. It's possible that it's something wooden, though. It's hard to tell. But look, 131060, if you know what that is, do you reckon after the song we're going to be able to have one more splat, or is this item destroyed? No, we can throw it off one more time. Okay. I'll do it right now. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. I'm going to throw it from a distance. Off it goes! It is disintegrating more and more. There's more. It sounds like there's more debris falling off. We're it. going to get in trouble for this. <laughs> Thirteen, ten, sixty. <laughs> what did Zach splash? This is collective noun with Zach and Dom. It's time for what did Zach splash? It's nearly midnight, which means our bosses are asleep, and I'm throwing stuff off the balcony because we can't get in trouble. That's basically how it works. You have just thrown an item from the office that you found here. Uh, off the balcony. If you think you know what the sound is, setting 1060 is the number. Zach, can we get one more splat, do you reckon, or is this, is this item completely destroyed? It is pretty damaged. 
Producer yeah. Michael thought it wouldn't break yeah. being thrown off a balcony. Yeah. Producer Michael was wrong. But I will give it one more throw. You ready? Yeah, let's hear it one more time. Here we Three, go. Three, two, one. <laughs> uh, it's really gone now. Yeah, that sounded like a, a shattering. What do you think it is? 13, 10, 60. All right, we'll start with Chris in Mildura. What do you reckon, Zach Splat, Chris? Well, it sounds like a surfboard to me, man. Negative, Chris. No, you would not do that to a surfboard, would you, Zach? Uh, no, definitely not in the workplace. No, no. Uh, we got Chris in Canberra on 13, 10, 60. What did Zach Splat, Chris? There you go, mate. Uh, I reckon it was a bottle of milk. Not a bad guess. It kind yeah. of is. I see, I see what's coming from. It is plasticky. Here it is again. Yep. I'm in the car park now, just kicking it around. <laughs> okay. Uh, Emily on 131060. What did Zach splat, Emily? I originally saw a wooden log, but not sure now. Uh, that's okay. It's not wooden. It is plastic. Yeah. Would Could... you like to know the volume, Dom? Yeah, let's give us that. Not that bit of the equipment has been... <laughs> Broken off, so I don't know. Sorry. Dale on 13, 10, 60. What did Zach spot, Dale? It's a chest of drawers, man. Cut the books in it, too. <laughs> I like the detail, Dale. And also the confidence. Dale didn't ask if it was. He just said it. But unfortunately, on this occasion, not a wooden set of drawers. This is it just hitting against the cement in the car park. <laughs> Michael on 13, 10, 60. What do you reckon it was, Michael? Ah, oh, sounds like a plastic office bin, mate. Bada big, bada boom, Michael! You know your bins! That's what Zach Splat. How did you know? Have you put one of these on your head before? And had people throw yeah, tennis balls at you? Yeah, yeah, we've all been there, haven't we? So, Zach, what, what yeah, condition is it in at the moment, the office bin? Because you did say that we didn't get permission for this. Yeah, it looks a little <laughs> bit like a really messed up Ned Kelly mask. <laughs> At the moment. <laughs> so it's not in working condition. Uh, well, uh, there is a few bins around the office. Yep. I don't think they're going to miss it. That's what I'm hoping for. We're not <laughs> going to tell anyone that this happened. Sure. And we'll just see if it ever comes back to us. Our theory is no one listens to this show. We should be fine. From the radio station. So yeah. I reckon we'll get away with it. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, my friend Lockie's found himself in a bit of an awkward situation. He's been dating his girlfriend for a bit over a year now. Mm. And uh, at the start of the relationship, as I think what happens often, uh, he kind of said that anything she liked, he was like, yeah, I like it too. I'm a fan of this too. Because you're trying to win some, especially when you feel like someone might be a bit out of your league and you're really trying to win them over. Sometimes you just agree with what they like. Yeah. It, yeah and, and that's a risky strategy. You've done that a few times, haven't you? Plenty of times. You Plenty pretended times. that you liked Taylor Swift. Yeah, you liked tennis. Yeah. Or yeah. was that just that no. you were active? Uh, that was just to su- suggest that I have an active lifestyle, which I d- do not. You pretended that you like salad. Yeah. I've done a lot of things. Um, I've, I've been many different people from many different women. Um, but the, but the, the point is, yeah. Lockie told his girlfriend, Susanna, that he loved the Norwegian artist Sigrid, famous for songs like... And what? He doesn't. Well, he's not a fan. What's he's, wrong with that? Well, I don't think there's anything particularly wrong with it. But he's just saying that he, he's told Susanna for the ho- whole entirety of their relationship from the beginning, yeah. I love Secret, but I love Secret too. But then why wouldn't he just like get into it then? Well, that's an option. I think what happened though is eventually the truth always comes out with these things. Yeah. So after about a year of dating, they're sitting around together and uh, and Susanna starts playing some Secret and she can tell in his eyes he's, he's not loving it. So she says, she, she kind of has the moment of realisation and says, hang on, do you not like Secret? He says, no, nah, not for me. What I don't so, understand in this situation is... Yeah. 
why, like, equally... Like, why would you think that it was more attractive for someone to say that they like something mm. rather than showing an interest in it? So, like, yeah. you could just say, I don't like that artist, but I'm interested in you telling me why they're great. No, because I think I think early on you're trying to convince the potential partner that you're fated to be together, right? It's destiny. Yeah, not and, and, well, <laughs> and I Because I had, though, with my wife, I remember back to when we first met, and yeah. she put me on to a lot of artists. I said, I've never heard of that person before. And then I well, now totally. I love them. Well, no, I, like, I totally, but I do think early on, certainly with me, I'm looking for someone who it sort of feels like the stars have aligned for this to happen. But if you believe in that, yeah. you know that that hasn't happened yeah. because you know you're <laughs> making it up. Well, that's a good point. I can make Destiny look real. We're actually finding out apparently Sigrid has her debut album coming out later today. So this is poorly timed for Lockie. But it does open an interesting area. 131060. Have you lied... Uh, to make a partner believe that, that you liked something. Maybe you said you're really into alternative films. Yeah, and were. then you rocked up at the That's first it. you know, indie film festival and mm. you're like, oh, I can't get through this. That's it. I, um, well, I imagine there's a lot of people, because you could go years for a relationship, I reckon, yeah. pretending you still like something. There'd be something. people out there like eating pizza every second night. Having it. to throw it out when their partner walks out of the room, just being like, why did I say I liked pizza? Yeah, just, just going along with it the whole time. I mean, I am, uh, uh, that was the, the exact mistake I got into, because when I hit that, no, Taylor Swift, <laughs> yeah. when I had that Taylor Swift shirt in the back of my car to impress a Taylor Swift fan who I was, was dating at the time, yeah. what that ended up leading to was through our whole relationship or anywhere we drive together, it was only Taylor in the car. And I don't mind Taylor, but that's a hell of a lot of Taylor Swift. The shirt was in the back seat, by the way, because yeah. Dom thought wearing it would be too obvious. <laughs> <laughs> I left it kind of crumbled in the back. He's in like, oh, that old thing. How yeah. did that get there? Really, it was a it was a masterclass in performance art, I reckon. So look, that in 1060, are you pretending to like something and your partner doesn't know? Or have you done that in the past? We have Daniel in Victoria on 131060. <laughs> are you pretending to like something for your partner, Daniel? Uh, hi, guys. Yes, the way my wife dresses. The what? backstory is... We were married in December 2017, and she moved over here from the States. She's from New Jersey. Yeah. Mm. And so uh, she adopted what she thought was the iconic Australian dress code with thongs and flannels and, and singlets. <laughs> and, and I thought it was adorable. I thought it was really cute at the start, at the beginning, because it's like, oh, hey, she's really trying to fit in what she believes. But yeah. now she's just every single day life. I mean, my mum comes over, and she's just walking around in a singlet and her thongs. And, her, you know, and it, it is just... Even when we go out, we were in Melbourne, we went to Culture Kings last week. Yeah. I hate to sound so judgy, but, you know, you kind of put on a, your duds for Melbourne, and she's just wandering around in her thongs and tracksuit pants and her singlet and her flannel around her waist, and yeah. and I, I just find it... Like, I'm thinking maybe she's doing it because she thinks I like it now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Well, that's the worst like, bit as well, because maybe she doesn't like it. Maybe every morning yeah. she's looking yeah, in the mirror she's being putting like... putting it on going like, oh my goodness, this is how they dress in this country. I can't yeah. believe I have to do this. But but Daniel Daniel says I should dress like this. He says he likes it, so I'll keep going. Well, hopefully hopefully Daniel's wife can hear this now and know that she can retire the flight. See, that's a bit to. different though, because Daniel's trying to be... Yeah. You know, trying to preserve feelings. That's it. You know. Not the opposite. Well, it's not really the opposite, but well, it's not just pretending to like an artist. Uh, Michael, on 131060, what did you pretend to like for a partner? Uh, so for me, it was uh, it was ice skating. <laughs> you d pretended to like it, Michael, or pretended that you're really good at it? Uh, a bit of both. A bit of both. So you had, <laughs> you had, a, you had an ex... Uh, was this a current partner or ex-partner? 
Nah, ex-partner. So an ex-partner who like was very passionate about ice Michael, skating. Michael, immediately I'm thinking that's a tough one to pick yeah. because it's going to come pretty obvious pretty soon if you can ice skate or not. Um, yeah, look, tell me about it. I thought the same thing too. Yeah. Um, well, I might have fallen over and split my eyebrow open. Oh, was, no. And was, did you uh, have to explain bit... when you couldn't ice skate? You're like, yeah, I just made that up to impress you. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, was that that wasn't that's not the reason that we're talking about an ex partner, is it, Michael? It wasn't the the ice skating lie that things fell over. Yeah, look, it wasn't the greatest of uh, greatest of times. Yeah, it sounds like Michael still might be emotionally recovering from the ice skating scandal. Yeah. I reckon it could be pretty fresh. If your partner is into anything with blades. Yeah. Or extreme sports of any kind like yeah, that. Don't say you can do it. Don't say you can do it. Maybe say I'm happy to come and watch or I love I love reading about it. That's always a good fail safe. But that's just not a, that's never going to end well, is it? Yeah. Oh. Or just never do it because I yeah. hear my mum talking about how my dad used to say he could surf. Yeah. And she's always like never seen him do it. <laughs> well, and true. they've been married for like 30 <laughs> years. So maybe that's the idea. <laughs> you just you just say that you can do it at the start yeah. and never give him a chance for oh, it to be proved wrong. It's Ice skating today, honey. We've got so much washing to do. <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. We do have our very own Heelys gang. Because I got some Heelys. Heelys. Both Dom and I do have shoes with wheels in the heel. Oh, yeah. Be we- jealous. That's right. Can you feel the jealousy? Well, everyone is welcome to join the Heeligans. Oh, yeah. Sorry. In spirit. <laughs> I apologize for going hard. We're not against you. Well, Where the you? gang has had some issues recently. Yeah. Uh, we haven't had a meeting in a while, yep. and that is because half of the current members mm. can't Healy. Okay, well, Dom this, has had yeah. a lot of troubles learning how to Healy, learning how to use the Healy's. You can't do it. Well, you keep bringing this up on the show. I don't, are you are you trying to humiliate me? I'm not trying to humiliate well, no, you. I'm just saying it's just like yeah. we, we can't have any well, Healy meetings. No, it's hard to progress okay. the gang any further than it is because I can't go healing by myself. Should I reference some of the things you've said? Because when you bring it up, you say things like, this is something that eight-year-olds do. It right? is. Yeah, okay. What, what? I just feel like if you Healy's found it, were yeah. originally designed for children. Well, yeah, I'm just saying and every And then healy... they made shoes for adults. That's why we bought them. Yeah. It was originally something for kids to do. So I'm just saying it's at that level. Every Heligan's meeting so far basically has been let's bully Dom about how he can't do what children can do. And I don't, is that what this is going to turn into? It's not bullying. I'm just yeah. stating a fact. <laughs> okay, great. Well, what, what, what's, why are we meeting today? Why have you Well, I just feel like it's Heligans. just such a, it's, it's like we formed a motorcycle gang and yeah. half the gang has suddenly said, after yeah. we've come up with a name, after we've come up with a theme song, and then yeah. someone said, I can't actually ride a motorbike. And it's yeah. like, okay, well, why did you join the gang? Well, I wanted to get the leather jacket and be part of something. Anyway, I have good news for you. Before you went into accusing me of bullying, (laughs) which the Heligans will not be taken down (laughs) by an internal bullying (laughs) probe. There's no infighting in the Heligans. You can't break us. Um, I have good news for you. I come with good news. This was a suggestion sent to us. Unfortunately, the person's name that Mm. they put to the email was just a whole lot of punctuation. So you know who you are. (laughs) But the title of the email is Heelys Training. They say, hi guys, thought of an idea for helping Dom with his Heelys. Okay. What about trying one of those walking frames to help with stability. (laughs) You're kidding me. They can help him get going while he goes downhill to get momentum. What, like the pensioners use? Yeah. So it's a clash of Mm. you're doing a very young person's activity. Yeah. 
usually seen in primary schools. Sure. But then you're getting aided by usually mm. something that helps the older people walk. Well, see, I pitched at you training heelys, which yeah. is putting training wheels on the back of heelys. You yeah. said that was a ridiculous idea. Do I you like think this though. You prefer the walking frame? Yeah, because you could push the walking frame away once you got the momentum up. Yeah, that's true. Actually. Because I think the walking frame does have wheels. At least some of them do anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that could just give me... That could give me like a framework to hold myself to. And yes. then when I'm gliding, yes. gone. Or you could run, run, run and use it to support you while you yeah. switch to Healy mode, which is your yep. big issue. You can do the running. Yeah. Once you're moving, you're kind of okay. It's the switching that's the problem. Can you, I don't think you're allowed to buy walking frames if you're not an old person though. Oh, what do you think happens? <laughs> do you think it's like yeah. buying alcohol? You need to show an ID. <laughs> Are you over? What age do you think it would be? Like 70. Yeah. 70 minimum. No, I you think. definitely can buy Okay. I thought How we might would have that to... work? I don't know. I thought it's just it's, an yeah. item that anyone can buy. I've never seen one in the shops of you. Yeah, but what shop do you think it would be in that you go into? Big W. <laughs> yeah, they're not selling in Big W. I, my, I was thinking we might have to get a pensioner to, on the inside to get it for us, but maybe that's we don't have to go to such complex measures. No. Is that what you're suggesting? No. <laughs> we don't need to It's not like getting a DVD scheme. from Barley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, while you're over there, can you pick yeah. one up for me? How much does a walking frame cost? A few hundred? I don't know. A few hundred? I reckon we look on Facebook Marketplace. Okay. All right. Look, if you're willing to stay patient with me in the No, well, I'm just, I can't do it by myself. I can't be a one-man gang. Yeah, that's true. Or maybe I can. Oh, no, I don't. I don't like the glint. Maybe I can. <laughs> I don't like the glint that's just <laughs> come in your eye on that front. Well, I just realized. Yeah. I mean, there's never been a Healy's gang before. Zach, two minutes ago, I said they're not going to break us. <laughs> <laughs> There's never been a one-man gang before. Oh, you know what? Okay, you go do the Heligans. Maybe we're a warring gangs. Maybe uh, we defect into two gangs. You know what? Next week on the show, I'm starting my own Healy's gang. <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. You know how they say you should get experts to do things that experts are trained to do? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's good advice because today I tried to cut down a tree... Apparently, you're meant to get, like, a arborist mm. to do it. Yeah. I thought, no, nah, well, how hard is it to, like, you know, trim a tree? So, what? describe the size of the tree. What are we talking? Like, five meters, maybe. Oh, I thought you meant talking, like, circumference or diameter. And I was like, that's a yeah, thick well, tree. Oh, you mean the trunk? <laughs> yeah, the trunk. No, I, like, I don't have, hell. like, a uh, redwood in the front yard. <laughs> this is some sort of fairy tale well, tree. You know, I moved into a tree. Uh, sorry, I moved into... <laughs> I moved into a house about a year ago and I'm trying to learn yeah. some house skills because I've sure. lived in an apartment for the five years previous. Yeah, right. And so I thought cutting down a tree would be a good skill to have or at least heavily trimming it. Right. So Doing we, a big prune. So you approached it with, what, you have a chainsaw, just a handsaw? Like a handsaw. A climb handsaw, the tree. Yeah. Cutting down branches. You weren't you weren't cutting down the bit underneath what you were on, were you, like in the cartoons? <laughs> yeah, that's what I did. <laughs> Oh, I'm not meant to do this. <laughs> I just, you said it went badly, and I'm picturing you on top of the tree cutting beneath you, yeah. and then obviously, as happens in the cartoon, you and the bit of the tree you're on fall off, because yeah. that's what you've cut off. Yeah, I did that, and yeah. I also I ran off a cliff <laughs> and didn't realize for a few seconds, so it took a few seconds for gravity to take effect. Uh, any anvils fall on you today? One. You just saw one. one. Yeah, okay, right. And one day I'll get that road runner. <laughs> yeah. All right, you'll get big up again. Sorry. No, no, I was just cutting branches out and it was like, um, it, have you ever had the experience? This is exactly what it was like. Yeah. Have you ever tried to give yourself a haircut 
<laughs> but enjoyed the process of cutting hair way too much. Yeah. And then realize you've gone way too far. You overdo it. Yeah. Oh, completely. And then, or like you've stuffed up one side. So yeah. you try to adjust the other side, cut a bit off, cut a bit off, cut a bit off. And then mm. like five minutes later, you're like, well. I'm bald. Well, remember that stage uh, last year where I was like trimming the back of my head? Oh, do you not do that anymore? No, I stopped doing that after how disastrous the, the last attempt went. Yeah, you try it, to yeah. cut your own back of hair. Yeah, the own back of the head. And I use like a, two mirrors to kind of uh, position myself. And what happened was it was on such an angle. Like it sort of looked like there were steps going up the back of my head <laughs> to an extent. Well, that's what I've tried to do. That's what yeah. I tried to do this tree, right? Because sure. I've read you meant to give them a good pruning. Yeah. And I went a little heavy. Mm. And then I'm looking, I'm standing on the road looking at it at the end and I'm like, well, it's just a stick now. Like, <laughs> I don't even know if you'd call it a tree anymore. Oh boy. So do you think it's going to grow back? Have you killed all life in the tree? Um, I don't know. Time will tell. Yeah. I guess. Okay. Well, that's what we've got time for tonight. Uh, good luck with your weekend, Zach. Avoid anvils. Thank you. This is my advice. If you want to hear the full show back, search for Collecting That on iTunes. You can get the podcast there and we will see you Monday at 11. Bye. That's all from Collective Now. Podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.